Welcome back to WMUL 88.1, The Cutting Edge. This is Communication Breakdown. I'm your host, Abigail Cunningham, here in Columbus, Ohio, with Audra Miller, Matthew Yost, Sam Gilman, and Ryan Kryshak of rock cover band First to Eleven. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so, first of all, for anyone unfamiliar with you guys, just introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about how First to Eleven came to be. So, I'm Ryan. I play bass. I'm Audra. I sing. I'm Matthew. I play guitar. And I'm Sam, and I play drums. And we started um, this band in 2009. It was part of my rock school. So I was teaching uh, Matt and a lot of his friends that he went to school with all at the same time that played different instruments. We were like, why aren't you guys in a band? So we put it together, started having practices in my mom's basement, and uh, that's where the band started. So a couple months later, they played their first show, and... Yeah, then the band just kept going from there. So a lot of the members have, like, went on to college and started their careers and stuff. And these are the guys that wanted to do music professionally. So this is who stuck here around. Here we are. And, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so cover volume 14 just came out a little yes. earlier this year. That's disgusting to hear <laughs> come out of somebody's mouth. Covers volume 14. <laughs> uh, so how was that process of putting that together and getting that out? Uh, Actually, it's really weird. I feel like when we put out our our very first covers album, we were like, all right, guys, how are we going to craft this? Like, we need to get the album art ready and, like, make this big push for it. We are 14 covers album in. (laughs) So we, like, we get to, like, we put 18 songs, I think, on each of the the albums. So we get to, like, you know, the 18th song, and we're like, who's ready for another one? (laughs) Here we go. So we have, like, Zach, um, who does, like, a bunch of photos and videos and all of our, like, design and stuff, design the covers album so far in advance. Like this, he did three of them in a row. Yeah. He did, like, 13, 14, and 15 all, like, one week. And he was like, all right, we're stocked up for the next, you know, nine months or whatever that gets us. Yeah, and then once all the songs are done, we just slap it on a CD and put it out into the world. There you go. And on all of those, obviously 14 is a lot. How has sort of the process of getting that together changed over the course of that time? I think it's only changed as in it's gotten more efficient. Like, our first cover album and our last one don't really have anything big difference. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, we record a cover. Each of us do one cover at a time. So, like, I'll record one, Ryan will record one, Sarah will record one. We all send them to Audrey to sing on all of them. And then... Until when we have 18, we put out a cover album. Like, it's that simple. But just the efficiency and time it takes for us to do it is yeah. just crazy. Really Our first one took a year and a half yeah. to get enough covers on it. And now we do it. In, now, it takes, yeah. now it takes 18 weeks, you know, yeah. to just get from zero to a whole thing done. So it's just like we've gotten faster at recording it we've gotten faster at picking we've gotten more efficient about how we like send stuff to each other and put it on the album and just communicate we also have just been putting out more content since we started we used to do a cover a month maybe and now we do a cover week sometimes two covers a week week. and so you just kind of end up with a lot more And something I want to touch on with what you said, the song selection. You guys have an incredibly diverse range yeah. from, like, you know, you got some Taylor Swift, Guns N' Roses, like, Lady Gaga, all Those over the place. Those are really good, really good comparisons. Yeah, yeah Taylor Swift. How do you Roses. go about deciding which song you're going to cover? 
I mean, usually we just have like routine meetings. A lot of people bring their own ideas to the table. Sometimes it's ideas that we personally are interested in covering. Um, like we all kind of have our own little niches that we fill of like certain genres or things that we're into. And then sometimes they're just like kind of feelers. Like sometimes they're ones that we're really unsure of how they'll perform, but we do it just to kind of, you know, test the waters a little bit. Um, I think we've realized that it's probably good to not pigeonhole yourself into being like the one genre or one style band, like, you know, sometimes happens. Um, and I think it's also good that we don't think, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're above the YouTube algorithm. Like, I think we understand that it's just like, it's pretty violent tides and it's just like, whatever happens, happens. Don't blame yourself if things don't take off. But you do eventually start to pick up on other trends. Like we noticed that like maybe Guns N' Roses does well routinely. So we'll try and schedule them or Metallica or we'll try and schedule them pretty methodically. And some of them truly are just like, well, I didn't work, whatever. <laughs> It's me. 
along with having 14 cover albums and all of that diversity, when you're going into a live performance, how do you decide this is what our set list is going to be? The easy ones. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean... The ones that are possible, I guess. There's a lot of songs that we cover that just aren't possible to play live. So we have to, like, kind of sort through all of those and pick and choose which ones. Plus, we want to play, like, the songs that we know, like, our fans are going to like. Because this, this tour is specifically for the fans to come see us play. So we tend to lean a lot more towards the ones that seem to be their favorite, which maybe aren't like the most popular ones that we have on YouTube or ones that we would normally choose for a set, but they seem to be working really well for something like this. And along with that, you guys do perform live a lot. You have a lot of experience. What are some sort of standout moments for you? Some of your best memories on tour, maybe? I think it's just when we get to play around, you know, yeah. we're, we're really like, <clears throat> when we get here and we load in, it's do this, do that, get this done, here comes the VIP, sound check, everything is right where it needs to be, and then when we have a day off, it's kind of like, go-karts, video games, like, what do you guys want to do? Um, so we just kind of make sure that we're having fun out here, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the most important thing. It's- I, I was going to say, I think for playing-wise... Uh, we have a lot of tour experience, but before this one, it's always been opening or doing this or festivals. It's never about us. Like, we're there and people are there to watch us, but it's never about us. But coming on this tour and just seeing rooms fill up and, like, seeing people come and it's just like, man, these people are here for us. Like, we are the, we're the main event. We're the big hitters. Like, we better do a good job. Yeah. It's just, like, some of the shows have, like, gotten, like, super close to selling out and that's just being, like, a super great thing to see like a packed room just know like hey better do good because they're all here for you yeah i think it's like a weird thing where you're just like these these songs are covers but it's still crazy like last night we played in in cleveland and we had like a a packed room and even though i was like singing sweet child of mine like it's not even our song but it's just like you see everybody like looking at you with their phones up and like video and you're just like whoa like that's crazy that all these people came here to see us like it's definitely you just have like a a moment i feel like last night was my i was like holy crap like i can't believe that this is real um i think that's the coolest part yeah
lastly, to wrap up here, since I'm from a college radio station, I always like to ask, what advice, words of wisdom could you impart on any of our college listeners? Don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, no, 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 go to college. Oh my gosh. I think, I think for us, it's just like, make sure you're, you do what you want to do and you have fun while you're doing it. And I think that's kind of like what we base our, our whole entire careers off of is like, we just love to do this and we like to have fun while we do it. And that's what we've been doing on this tour. And I think that's like the most important thing about choosing what you want to do in your life. I think when it comes to like what's made us successful, it's been like a combination of focus and consistency where it's like we focus not on like, oh, we need to do this one thing. We're like, we want to be a band. So what does it take to be a band? Okay, we got to do this every week. We got to do this every week. Got to do this every week. And to see how much time has been freed up from us not just like quitting or doing this, doing that. And just like every week we do the same thing over and over again. We've taken things that used to take us months to put together or weeks to put together to now we're doing them in days or even hours because it's just been like, Hey, we've been doing this for six years. So building yourself a schedule and being consistent and just knowing what you want to get out of it, I think is like the only reason that we are here. Cause there's a lot better bands than us. There's a lot better players than us. There's a lot better, of everyone than us, but I don't think there's anyone better than us when it comes to just sticking around. Because we, like, <laughs> we been we've been sticking around, around bro. Like, we're, we, like a, we're like a super bug. We are. We're like 1% that the hand sanitizer doesn't kill. Like, we are. Like, for like four years ago, we were like, we're going to do a cover a week, and we've not missed we've a single not week. Stopped yeah. We've yeah. not missed a week. Like, I think that, like, unflappable, like, we're not going anywhere mentality is, like, the reason why we are sitting in this room at this moment. Yeah. Sam, Ryan, anything to add to that? Oh, no. I, I agree. <laughs> I think we got it covered, guys. Yeah. Leave it to us. <laughs> well, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thanks for having us. This Thank is awesome. You. Thank you. And that was Communication Breakdown. Thank you so much to First to Eleven for taking the time to talk with me. And thank you for listening. Before we go, here's one more from First to Eleven. Have a great night. <laughs>